After a tough loss in Philadelphia last weekend, Red Bull sets their sights on another road game, a toughie Saturday in New England. New York defender Tom Edwards joins us after his Major League Soccer debut with Connor Lane. This is Matt Harmon for the New York Red Bull Radio Network. It's time for another week of our podcast series, Red Bull Weekly. Thanks, as always, for joining us. So much going into the early part of the season for New York. First and foremost, a good afternoon, my friend, as we record here. It's uh, Red Bull Weekly, our podcast series today. Looking forward to talking things over with one of the new guys on the scene for this Red Bull team, that being Tom Edwards. Uh, But your thoughts after last week's hard-fought but disappointing result against Philadelphia. So many opportunities, right? Steve and I talked during the course of the broadcast, all the corners, all the set pieces, some some late chances to challenge Andre Blake. A day that you can't score, you have to walk away almost feeling like, did we deserve at least a point? But yet you you make that trip back up uh, I-95, realizing that may be an opportunity lost. Yeah. Well, first off, thanks again, Matt. Great to be here with you. And yeah, I think definitely a frustrating day overall for the Red Bulls. Um, you know, coming off a two-game winning streak, two shutouts in a row to go into Philly, which is a tough place to play, no doubt. Uh, against a very talented Philly team. And I think, you know, leaving with a with a bitter taste in their mouth, I think for many different reasons. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always an optimist, so I'm always looking for positives everywhere I look. And I think, you know, there's definitely some to take. I thought, you know, our, our guest today uh, had a good performance, Tom Edwards, uh, Patrick Kamala showing some good chances and, you know, the reason why they signed him. And I think, but overall, I think it's definitely going to be a fight. And our last guest, Frankie Amaya, you know, said it best. It was going to be a dog fight. And, you know, clearly it's always that against Philly. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I think they'll be disappointed with the amount of chances that they had and not being able to capitalize on them. And clearly, Connor, one of the storylines coming after the game, uh, news of the injury to Aaron Long with the Achilles injury, loss for the remaining part of the 2021 season. Uh clearly now things have to change, you would think, right? I mean, I realize there are some other players there. There's, you know, some some players that can slide in. But long-term, you'd have to think that there has to be at least some sort of move to bolster that spot. Um, whether that's short-term, we can hold things together. But clearly, if you lose a player like Aaron, um, that that's not easy for any team to overcome. Yeah, I think, you know, my heart goes out to Aaron, and I feel absolutely gutted for him. Um you know, I know he was looking forward to this year, you know, not only with the Red Bulls, but with the national team. And, you know, you you just feel terrible for him. And, you know, it's going to be some big shoes to fill. That's for sure. And I think, uh, yeah, not not sure what that looks like in the in the short term or the long term. But I know that, you know, this staff is going to have to take a deep, hard look at, you know, what we have in front of us, you know, the pieces that we have. And is it we have to go out and add another piece is it going to be you know we're comfortable with what we have but at you know if you if you look at it it, it's a massive you know hole on the field it's a massive leadership role and uh you know again i i think it's your heart breaks for aaron you know you never want to see one of your players go down especially in that fashion especially in that part of a game where 
you know, I, I know he's heartbroken after the game. So I think, you know, it, it's tough to lose such a massive part of your roster, but I think you can't feel sorry for yourself. You know, you've, you've got still got a big part of the season left ahead and you got to find a way to fill that void. Yeah. Interesting, Connor. You know, we, we had Aaron on a couple of weeks ago and I left our podcast thinking that, and I, and, and someone had actually told me, Hey, listen to your podcast last week. It was so good to hear you guys, meaning you and I, get Aaron to open up and and kind of break out of that shell, which maybe he was in a couple of years ago. And and I thought the same thing. Like it's Aaron Long who's who's now grown into who he is as a player, still obviously looking to improve, but but you talk about not just the on-field stuff, but but more of the the leadership role. I mean, on a really young roster, now you have to look at it as is that an opportunity for someone else to step up? I mean, I, I know the cliche is next man up, and that's always kind of been um, part of part of the Red Bull system, going back to when you were a player, you know, when one player is now out for a considerable amount of time, you have to think that Gerhard Struber and the rest of the coaching staff starting to think, hey, listen, now we need whoever that is, whoever they point to. We need you to kind of step up. You're not going to be Aaron Long. We don't expect you to be. And it might not even be that position, but you're going to have to pull that leadership from other guys. Yeah, and I think that's the most important part is that you have to, you know, you're not replacing a player. You are in theory, but you're not trying to fill that same role. You have to be what makes, you know, you good as a player. And, you know, I know it's hard. It's going to be hard because you're going to be like, all right, how, how are they stacking up to Aaron? But I think overall it's going to be important for whoever does fill that void. It's just, you know, be comfortable within their role, you know, just, uh, you know, play to their capabilities and not what they think the position should hold. And so, I feel like it, it, it's definitely going to be tough, and I know the emotions are probably running high through the through the team right now. But I think the good thing, you know, despite not being on the field, that Aaron will still be around the locker room, and he's still going to be, you know, there getting treatment every day, and he still can affect this team from the outside, and you know, give whatever he can in, in that aspect. And you know, he's such a good professional that he's going to absolutely do so and help in any way he can. So, uh, again, devastated for him, but uh, you know, we, we've got to look to what's in the future. And, um, you know, I, I'm not worried about what he's going to come back as either, because I feel like every time you think, oh, this is Aaron Long's reach, uh, you know, this height, I think he just exceeds it the next time. So I think he's going to come back from this in flying colors and prove to everyone why, you know, he's the player he is and uh, almost have that chip on his shoulder. Clearly our best uh, to Aaron Long is we wish him well after his surgery, and now he starts the recovery process. Connor, let's finish with this one before we uh, take a break and get to Tom Edwards. You mentioned Philadelphia being a difficult place to play. Well, the spot that Red Bull is going to play this week has always been a difficult place to play. Traveling on that I-95 corridor, Philly one spot. Obviously, the game's in New York City, uh, but this week's opponent in New England, a revolution team that looks to be very, very good so far in this uh, still young MLS season. Gillette, Foxborough, whatever you want to call it, it's always been, in essence, a really hard place for Red Bull uh, to get a result. Tell me from a player perspective why. Yeah, you know, it's hard. It's it's like they've got some curse around that stadium. I think it's, it's, it's so difficult to pinpoint, but I think it's just like a lot of different factors. I think, you know, on the field, you know, maybe it, not be the, it might not be the best, but they know how to play on it perfectly. And I think that uh, – it's always such a big matchup. And I know that like we talk about with many teams around the league, they always play us very hard. And, uh, you know, I think it's, you know, it's time we've got to, you know, reciprocate that we've got to start make life, you know, tougher for them in their house, 
against uh, a team with a lot of uh, Red Bull and MetroStar alumni as well on that coaching staff. So they know this club very well. It's a young team. It's a hungry team. You know, obviously they're in very good form right now. And I think, uh, you know, this would be a perfect game to go in there, make a statement and kind of get the season back on track. Not that it's not after one loss, but I think uh, it'll be very important as a statement game being that you just lost Aaron. Um, You know, there's, there's a lot of out, outside storylines that, uh, you know, I think get that chip back on your shoulder and uh, get back after it. Totally agree, my friend. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will be joined by Red Bull Defender on loan from Stoke this season, that being Tom Edwards. All coming up right after this quick pause on the New York Red Bull Radio Network. It's our podcast series. New York Red Bulls Weekly brought to you in part by the New Jersey Institute of Technology. NJIT makes industry-ready engineers in more than 20 fields. If it's engineering, it's at NJIT. Number one in the nation for student upward economic mobility. Learn more at njit.edu. We are back here on Red Bulls Weekly with Connor Laid. I'm Matt Harmon. Uh, Steve Jolly and I will have the radio call for you coming up this Saturday as New York will play up in New England. It's an 8 o'clock kickoff. That puts us on the air at 7 o'clock. Connor and I just kind of talking about last week's game a little bit. Clearly disappointing result down in Philadelphia, but as Connor remarked, and I would agree, uh, one of the bright spots, the debuts of not one but two players, Patrick Klamala up front, Tom Edwards in the back. Uh, Before we went to break, we said that Mr. Edwards would be joining us here, and here he is, as promised, the 22-year-old from Stafford, England, here on loan for this New York Red Bull team for the uh, 2021 season. Tom, thanks so much for coming on, uh, giving us some time. I I know it's probably for you, um, when you have a free moment, you're probably (laughs) among those who just wants to say, let me get out and explore a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I suppose so. But I feel like I've uh, been exploring quite a bit in the last couple of days. Every time I get a day off, I try to see something new. And uh, But, yeah, I, I'm happy to join you guys on here and have a quick chat. Tom, had you ever been to the States before the, the loan idea no. and then the actual transfer went through? No, no. So this is my first time since uh, I arrived. And uh, after my quarantine, I got to explore and I'm absolutely loving life over here as it's my first time. And uh, I'd recommend to anyone to get the South over here and explore like I am. Uh, one, one more before, Connor, you can hop in. Let, let's go with that theme. Since you have been here, you mentioned the quarantine, obviously getting yourself just acclimated to being uh, in, in the States. What what kind of things have you been doing? What, where have you been able to pop around to and enjoy? Um, I've been to a few shopping malls, just have a browse around so I know that uh, when my family or partner comes over there, I know it's there for them to uh, go to. I've uh, been to a few restaurants with a couple of the players to get to know them outside the club as well as I am inside the club, which is good to do. And uh, yeah, it's just another one's a local supermarket to get my food and drinks in for the for the week. So <laughs> nothing too exciting, but I'm, I've got a long time over here. So uh, I'm looking to head into the city soon when I next have a day off. And I'm sure one of the players will go with me and show me around and so I can get to see it. Love it. Love it. I know, uh, you know, hopefully you're exploring Jersey. Give Jersey a chance too, Tom. You know, I know you're living yeah. here. So, you know, oh, yeah, I, I love it here. I absolutely love it. The bright lights are nice in the city, but Jersey's got a lot to offer as well. Yeah, but it does. It does for sure. Who uh, who have you been hanging out with on the on the team that's kind of like took you under your wing, showed you the area a little bit? 
Um, to be fair, I've got uh, Drew Yearwood and Caden Clark, which are down the road in Morristown. So uh, I've been for a meal with Drew and Caden. And uh, to be fair, I've been chilling with Caden. He's been showing me around. He's been uh, letting me know where things are, like say if I want to do anything. And and obviously there's lads that are in the club who are helping me at the training ground. I mentioned uh, in my video before that Tom, ba uh, Tom Barlow, he's been looking after me since the first day, really. We both get in nice and early, had breakfast together. And on the first day, he showed me around. He didn't leave it to the staff. He did it himself, which I really appreciated. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of lads. I, I get on with all the lads, and I've built relationships with them quite quickly, and that's exactly what I've planned to do. Tom, it, it, it seems like you, you've already acclimated yourself so well. Um, and, and I'm sure for you, you know, this being the second time that you've been on loan, one uh, from Stoke to Fleetwood, now Stoke to New York, but a whole other country, how, yeah. important, how important is it that right away you form some kind of bond with, Yeah, I mean, ultimately, yeah, you want the whole team, but, you know, right away, maybe that core three, four, yeah. five guys, that's got to be important for you, right? No, no, of course it isn't. I learned that on my first loan, obviously. I grew up as a kid being at Stoke my whole life. So uh, on my first loan, I realized it's every change room's the same, really. They've got a great bunch of lads in there. As they all understand uh, what each other like and want. And, when I come over here, it's exactly the same. On the first day, I built relationships. I built relationships with the staff as well, which uh, I was happy about. And yeah, I've got a, a lot of great relationships down there already, which I'm, which I'm over the moon about. And there's a there's a few players which obviously I'm closer to as they live nearby, and I'm getting to know them well. But I'm looking to get to know all the other players as well as I know the local lads too. So, Tom, obviously, you know, in ideal world, you know, you would have been here. A lot sooner and i know yeah. the the visa process and the transfer process was you know dragged on for a bit what yeah. kind of kept you going you know through that time what what was that like and what was it like kind of integrating to a into a, the squad so quickly trying to get yeah. it obviously yeah. we've heard from gerhard that you came in really good fitness yeah no it was a, it was tough obviously because uh I thought I had a date and that's why I planned, I only planned to have two and a half weeks off. Like I didn't want too much of a break because I knew I was coming straight into a big preseason with a team that I wanted to impress straight away. So I planned to have two and a half weeks off and when that date come around, it didn't seem like anything was moving along, which I was a bit uh, gutted about, but I knew that it was going to come sooner, sooner or later. So I kept my fitness up as much as possible by myself. Obviously, I didn't want to be going around people and risking, obviously, with the pandemic going on, I didn't want to risk not being able to come over as soon as I could. So I kept myself at home. I was, I brought myself an Apple Watch, used it for fitness every day. I kept track of it. I made sure I kept my body weight in the right, I kept made sure I was in the right shape and I was just running every day and I have a partner who supports me in what I do and she was making sure I was doing it on days where I thought, ah, like I'm a bit tired today, but she'd make sure I was doing it as well, which I appreciate. So, but uh, I knew this was going to be a massive season for me and uh, whether I stay over here, whether I decide to go back, I know this is a massive season. I want to do well for myself and also for the team. I want to have a successful season with the team. So I kept myself in the best shape I could and I feel like I'm getting fitter and fitter every day. Who's a who's a tougher fitness coach, uh, Tony Zhuo or or your partner? <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Tony on that one. <laughs> I realized that from the first day of being there. Fair enough, Tom. You know, in that last answer that you gave, in a lot of ways, there's a lot to unpack in that answer. Uh, mentioning for you personally, it's a big year. You know, you you, you come up and as you said. 
up until the loan with Fleetwood, you had only known Stoke coming up through their youth system, being part of their senior team, playing in the Premier League, and now an opportunity here to kind of, I would almost think, right, maybe reinvent yourself in a way in in Major League Soccer with New York. And and I want to, you know, clearly for us, we look for little cues. You say whether we go back or whether wind up you wind up staying here for you, you you maybe at this point don't really know what the next move is for your career. No, of course. I've uh, obviously you never know what to expect when you come to a new team. And since I've come over, I've loved every second of it. I can't doubt anything. And I've loved every second. And it'd be it'd be hard to give you an answer whether I'd stay or I'd go. It's it's really tough. Obviously, I've got family back home, but I'm also enjoy, really enjoying our here, so it'll be a tough decision when it comes to it. I'm sure it will be, as it's already tough, and I've only been here for a month, so I'm not looking forward to that decision. But I will just enjoy my time until it comes to that. Tom, tell me from a from a playing standpoint, right? Because I I'm looking at your career with with Stoke and Fleetwood. You've gone Premier League, Championship, League One. I, I think for those in Major League Soccer, that the you know the whether it's here in the United States or Canada or even um, outside of the country, Major League Soccer making that next move. I mean, clearly it's not at the Premier League level, but continuing to kind of move up in terms of overall play um, in leagues in the world. You, you've experienced now a little bit, just a little tiny piece, whether through training or the game in Philly the other week. Where, yeah. where is Major League Soccer when you kind of compare it to, to other levels that you've been at? My, my opinion, I I was quite surprised with how, uh, and this was not, obviously I love the MLS. I've watched it since a, a young kid being over in the UK. And I know a lot of people who do who do so as well. And since I've come over, I feel like the standards are high and they demand a lot from you. It's the fitness levels are high. And I feel like the the style of play is similar as well. The way, the way it works and the teams I've obviously been on the bench against. And when I made my debut against Philly, which were a great team, it's, what I've realized is it's a great standard and it's a great platform for me to come over here, which is what I realized as soon as I got here and before I even arrived. I uh, know it's a good platform for me to build back up to where I was before and hopefully showcase what I can do. Tom, uh, you know, we talked about a bit before you came on the loss of Aaron Long and, you know, the back line being uh, a group who may be searching for a little bit of leadership have, you know, obviously you come with such a high pedigree of the level that you played at for such a long time. And, you know, being at Stoke city for such a long time, being, you know, a homegrown player there, yeah. um, you know, as do you see yourself growing into this role? Like maybe, you know, maybe quicker than initially expected. Like I want to bring in this leadership role. I want to start developing. Yeah, no, of, co- of course. That's what I was hoping to do from the first day. And when I come onto the pitch, I wanted to make sure that, I wasn't just coming on to fill in. I wanted to make sure I was coming on and making an impact. So I was trying to be as vocal as I could and trying to help my teammates out as it helps yourself out. And yeah, obviously I'm gutted after hearing what's happened to Aaron. Everyone's devastated about him at the club. We're trying to stay as positive as we can for him. And he's got a positive mindset as well as he's a, he's a great leader. He's a great lad and we're going to miss him on and off the pitch. So it's going to be, a, it's going to be tough, obviously uh, getting over that, but we've got enough depth in the team. I feel like, uh, we can still move forward and hopefully win some more games. Tom Edwards joining us here on Red Bull Weekly on loan this season for the New York Red Bulls from uh, Stoke. Tom, uh, you know, a couple of interesting things. I, I think of the experiences that you've had um, in England before coming, again, experiencing yeah. things at the highest level at the Premier League, and it's probably a bad memory, and I don't want you to hold this against 
against me, but um, it, it's that time of year right now where teams get relegated and teams get promoted. Yeah. You know, for for a kid who I say kid, a kid who grew up with Stoke and then had to watch Stoke get relegated from 2018 to 2019. Um, yeah. that had to have been a hard thing to go through, but probably a, a huge learning experience for you as a player. Yeah, of course. Uh, when I was coming through the academy, I was I used to go to every game, and when they were in the Premier League, I was watching them as a kid. I used to I used to look at say the likes of Ryan Shawcross like he was a superhero when I was a kid, and I was watching him. And then to get to play alongside him and all the other players, it it, it was a great it was a great experience, and it was a shame that in my first season, uh, what happened happened, but. I felt like I learned a lot from it. It made me tougher as a player. And uh, I felt like it matured me a bit in a way. Obviously, it would have been nice if we stayed up. That would have been a better experience. But it's matured me as a player. The the lads are in the changing room. We uh, we put as much fight as we could in. And they, they were great leaders. So I feel like they've passed a few qualities down to me. And that's what I'm hoping to bring over here. Connor, let me just hop in with one follow-up. I, I got to ask this, Tom. Because as you're talking about the experience of being in the locker room after and going through the disappointment, are you, are you a fan of the show Ted Lasso? Have you watched it? No, no. <laughs> oh, God. Connor, have you watched it? I have. I have. You got to. Fantastic, isn't it? Very. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to get it. I watched them. There you go. That's That may be your next one, Tom. Yeah. Whilst I'm sitting there, nothing. I'll give that a watch. Put it in the queue. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Tom, I. What is your experience, obviously, coming here, you know, brand new club, new group of players, new coach as well. So what is your kind of talk spin with Gerhard, kind of like his envisioning for you for the year and how have you got on with him? Um, no, I, I got on with him really well since uh, the first conversation I've, I've had with him till now. And I feel like it's just every day he's speaking to me during training, he's showing me clips because obviously he wants me to adapt to his style as player as much as I want to, as much as I can. So Every day I'm trying to learn and I'm getting closer and closer to it. So obviously when I step in, I can affect the game as much as I can. And uh, But yeah, I've got a great great relationship with him and that's what I was hoping for, to get a good relationship with the manager as well as the players. So yeah, I'm happy with that. And Tom, Tom how, how I'm sorry, Connor. Tom, Tom, how different is it to play with Red Bull as opposed to anywhere else that you've been, style of play? Uh, I feel like it's a lot more aggressive in the way they, obviously, their structure of pressing, all that kind of stuff on the ball, off the ball. It's, it's all different. Obviously, when you go to different teams, they have different strategies. Even in different games, it might change. But the biggest difference would probably be uh, out of possession over here. It's it's a lot more physical. It's uh, You need to make sure that, obviously, your high-speed running's high to be able to press, come back, press, come back. So... That's what, uh, obviously, I kept my fitness up as high as I could, and I feel like that's the end I'm getting to now, and I, I, I feel the best I've felt, really, and and I'm not just saying that. This is probably the best I've felt fitness-wise and probably me mentally-wise in a long time, so I'm just looking forward to getting the ball rolling and getting playing. Tom, for you and for our fans out there who have, you know, we've, we've only got to see you for, you know, a, a limited amount of time, can you describe to them kind of the player you are? What do you like? to you know yeah. what's your style of play obviously there's a style of play that you're going to play in with Red Bull but what's yeah. your personal take on the style and like what makes you the player you are and is there a player that you grew up watching that you try to model, model your game after uh, yeah so obviously when I grew up I used to try and model my game around Steven Gerrard because I used to play midfield but as the years went on and the older I got the coaches were like you're not a midfielder you're a right back and obviously that was upsetting for me to know but 
since I went to right back, that's when my career's just uh, took off, really. And I couldn't thank them coaches enough, even though I kept fighting my corner every day that I was a midfielder. But I really enjoy right back in the modern uh, game now. Right back to, well, full back to a really important position in the game, in all the uh, formations and stuff. So, but uh, as a player, I probably. I'd probably say I'm more of a more more of an attacking fullback. I like getting forward. I like being aggressive. I'd probably say my best attributes crossing, and uh, yeah, and I, I don't mind doing my defensive side as well. There's no better like there's no better feeling than stopping a goal than scoring a goal. So I know I've only scored one goal, but the feeling I've had from stopping goals as well is exactly the same. And a great goal it was. I've seen Very it. <laughs> Tom, when you when you think about um, your debut, clearly you would have liked to have been part of it with a result. I, I I'll go on record and say I thought you were going to get minutes anyway, but you have to come in for Amro, who gets hurt, and then Kyle slides over uh, to the left side. Yeah. What's your initial, I'll say, emotional mindset when you realize, hey, it's my this is now my time, this is my opportunity to uh, make was... that debut because <laughs> co coach had been hinting the last couple of weeks. Tom yeah. Edwards getting ready. Tom Edwards looks hungry. Tom Edwards, you know, we have to figure a way to get him onto the field. And then you yeah. get onto the field. I would imagine it was probably like, okay, now it's my time. No, yeah, it was it was it was amazing, obviously, especially it being uh, over in the MLS as well. It's obviously I made my debut at Stoke and I made my debut at Fleetwood, but that's in the English uh, in the English league. So to make it in a different league and in a different country, it was a great feeling. It felt like I was starting a new career over here. And I uh I was, I was warming up behind the goal and I didn't even see Amro go down. I was literally just doing my own thing, trying to warm up and stuff. And then I heard my name getting called from the bench and I see my top get pulled out. So the excitement that was running running through me when I was jogging over to the bench, I can't really explain that. But when I got onto the pitch, I felt nice and calm. I just tried to uh, make sure I did my, fir my first passes. My first uh, touch was correct and that's what happened. So I really enjoyed it. Love it. Yeah. You know that feeling. It, it's never easy, especially early on in a game. Yeah. To, you know, you're preparing for, you know, making that debut at some point. Yeah. Probably, but to get called on that early, is it, you know, obviously well, it, it was a great stadium. It was a great game. And I just wanted to come on and help the team. So I was really excited that when I come on. Love it. Uh, Tom, talk a little bit about your personality off the field. Kind of what, what do you like to do in your free time? And, Obviously, you've got all those tattoos. So, I mean, I think you've taken you spent a lot of time in the in the parlor. So, tell us a little bit about those. Uh, no, uh, growing up, I've been uh, quite a family person. I, I try to see my family as much as I can. And uh, with my with my tattoos, I I just went through a stage. Really, I haven't had one in a while, but I just went through that stage. You know, when you do when you do when you're growing up. But I don't regret any. They've all got meaning. So that's what I'm happy about. And but yeah. Uh, like, like little things like I like, which might surprise people. I like photography. I like taking pictures. I learned that when I was a kid in uh, in primary school. That's when I started doing that, and I've always enjoyed doing it. I uh, I like walks, like in the mountains and stuff. I like going on long day walks and stuff. And obviously, I like going out for meals and stuff. It's it's nice to get out once in a while and go out with your friends or family and just just relax away from everything and take your mind off all all kind of stuff. So, but yeah. Uh, might sound like I'm a boring person, but I am excited, and it's just uh, hard to put into words, really. No, you sound like a guy who used to be a central midfielder who now is a right back who's just <laughs> kind of struggling to figure out where he is in life. Just like Connor, just like just like Connor was, just like Connor was. That's everybody right. goes through everybody goes through that stage, I think, yeah. right? 
Nah, I, I just didn't want it. You know that when people say the bit like that, that that's just me being. I, I love like photography and stuff. That that's one thing I'm into. And I've never really been on a walk, a long walk before. And then uh, a couple months back, we were like, oh, look, you know what? Let's try it. And then I bought all the gear for it. You know, all the gear, no idea, and I absolutely loved it. So, Tom, what? Uh, a little more on the photography side. What what is it that you like to shoot? Is it anything specific? Uh, I like the countryside. Obviously, over it's going to be the the city and stuff, and all the sightseeing areas and all that kind of stuff. But I just like the feeling of when you take the picture and you look back at it and you think, oh, like I've took that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a good picture, and obviously that's why my missus gets me to take pictures of her and stuff when she's <laughs> going out for a meal and stuff. You know, because that's what I've been trained to do. There you go. She she's uh, definitely blessed then. Someone who likes photography. What a perfect match you are. <laughs> is that something you see? Like, obviously not looking past the career, but down the road, is that something you'd want to get into after your, your career ends? Yeah. No, no, I I happily do. I, I do it now. I treat myself to a nice camera about a year and a half ago, and I still use it now when it comes to occasion. Like, I'm always the person who has it on occasions, you know, like birthdays and that kind of stuff, so. Why does get paid for it? Start getting paid for it, man. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know why I don't ask. <laughs> you should bring it, to, bring it to training one day. Some of the guys that are in charge of the photography stuff, they could probably yeah. use uh, help, right? I mean, like an RPAN, yeah, something yeah, like that, yeah. Andrew, they could probably use a couple <laughs> of Tom Edwards pointers. Yeah, no, but Listen, if they want a bit of album show, I can step in, or if they want me to take a picture of them whilst they're taking picture of the train, I can do that as well. Yeah, they got Manny. Manny was doing it earlier or last year, I think. So might as well yeah. throw your hat in the ring there. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll mention it tomorrow. Tom, let's finish with. Uh, I, I I got two t- two more remaining, and Connor, if you have any, that's that's fine too. Um, a, a, a kid from England grows up from Stoke. What's the team that you dislike the most in English soccer? <laughs> Oh, I need to be careful what I say, I don't um, Growing up in Stoke and having the love for Stoke, I have to be Port Vale, which is obviously the local rival, and I've got no problems with them, but being a local rival, whenever a game comes around, if we get a chance to play them and stuff, that would be a game I'd love to play in, and there was a chance one time, I was gutted that I wasn't involved, but it'd have to, it'd have to be Port Vale, really, there's no other teams that I really have a dislike to. That's 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 the rivalry, right? I mean, yeah. that's that's the derby that takes place. Yeah. And then and then you mentioned as a kid, growing up watching games in MLS. Uh, you know, I I think people people don't realize that it it works both ways. I mean, yeah, clearly yeah. clearly there's people here that follow English football, but yeah. on the flip side, English football fans also watch. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, that, that's that's what I, I I've always done it. I've always, whenever I've seen a game or I've heard a big games coming up, I'll I'll always watch it. I'll I I just like to see the difference, and I, I've seen how it's uh, developed over the over the years, and that's why I was absolutely delighted to hear that uh, a team in this league won at me, and I'm happy it was New York Rebels. Um, what's uh, one thing, and outside of family and your partner and everyone, you know, what's the one thing you miss from home? Don't say the food. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not the food. <laughs> not after the food I've had over here. Um, apart from partner and family and stuff, 
it, it's hard. It's hard to, to other than them two. It's hard to say really because I, I'd say my my being at home, but I'm comfortable here and it's my car. My car. That's an easy one to say. I miss my car. All right. <laughs> Life seems kind of good though. If you can, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really enjoying it over here. Really enjoying it, and that that's what I wanted to do because now now I'm settled and relaxed. I can just concentrate on my football and. Try to do my best. I got to ask, what kind of car? Uh, Aldi. Okay. Love you it. drive on the wrong. You know, you drive on the wrong side of the road over there, right? <laughs> hey, honestly, on the first day when I come here, I had to follow Scott into training because <laughs> he had to come and I had to follow his car. Get a car. And, and the one that baffled me the most was the right turn on a red light. He went, Tom. and I, I didn't go behind him. I waited. I was like, and then a car beat behind me, which meant right. I obviously can go here. Tom, Tom, finish with this one. For for a, a younger guy still in the earlier stages of his career, 22, um, making the making the move here to Major League Soccer for the season, is it a lot of fun to be on a team? You know, I mean, you look at the roster and it's very young, but it's yeah. guys that are all within <laughs> their age bracket. I mean, it's got to yeah. be a – it's not like you're the kid walking into a, a team of established veterans. Yeah. It's a lot of guys your age – in kind of a similar spot in their career does that make it fun yeah it's it's a different experience for me as well as obviously when i was at stoke they were all experienced players like great experienced players when i went to fleetwood it was the same it was experienced players there as well so to come over here and have a, a good mixture of obviously you've got a couple of experienced players and then you've got quite a lot of young players which are my age so it's uh it's enjoyable but i also like how uh like there's no like do everything properly no, no one has to get put straight or anything. Everyone knows their jobs. Everyone knows what's it, what they're doing. And it's just a great atmosphere, really. Everyone gets on with everyone and couldn't really ask for a better atmosphere at a football facility. Tom, you have set the bar very high for first-year players to come on the podcast. This was a ton of fun uh, to, to get to know you for not just Connor and myself, but for the, the fan base. I'm yeah. sure you will endear yourself to them with your style of play. Um, wish you nothing but success for this 2021 season. Um, and again, thanks for hopping on. We look forward to talking to you down the line. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate that. Thanks. That was enjoy, enjoy Morristown. Smart guy too. Living in Morristown. Enjoy Morristown. And actually, maybe we should have you on next week. You can give a review of Gillette Stadium. We can talk about that. Yeah. Uh, where where um, you'll be up in New England. This where, week. Uh, where I go for food in Morristown is Roots Steakhouse. Yeah, uh, if yeah. you're if you're listening to Caden, I know he dines there quite a bit. So because he, he, he lives above it, he literally. <laughs> I, I was I was waiting outside the front for him when he said he was meeting me, and he messaged me saying I'm inside. And I, I was like, he hasn't walked past me. He, he comes through the back. Yeah, he well, he's got a standing. He comes, comes through. He's got a standing <laughs> reservation for sure. Pretty pretty good stuff, Tom. Again, thanks. Appreciate you no coming problem. on. Thank you very much. Yeah, we'll look forward to having you back on again. Our thanks to our technical man, John Gasparoni, for my partner, uh, partner Connor Lade. This is Matt Harmon. Again, Steve Jolly and I, we've got the radio call for you coming up this weekend with the Revolution hosting the New York Red Bull 7 o'clock. We started with Countdown to kickoff. 8 o'clock start up in Foxborough. This has been another edition of Red Bull Weekly.